I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. In many developing nations, diabetes is a growing problem, and for obvious reasons. As countries get wealthier, people live longer, and many are also getting fatter. Old age and obesity are known risk factors for adult-onset diabetes, but in one Asian country, Cambodia, the situation appears more complicated. One reason for diabetes there could be hidden in the nation's brutal political past. Joanne Silberner explains. In a rural part of Cambodia, not far from the ruins of Angkor Wat, dozens of people have gathered at a medical clinic. They're here for free diabetes care. Every month we come to check their blood sugar and their blood pressure. Lim Kuki heads the Cambodia Diabetes Association. He says some of the people showing up at clinics like this shouldn't have the disease. They're relatively young and they're lean. But Kuki has a theory about what might be going on. This is a long story because there is a hypothesis called the thrifty phenotype. The thrifty phenotype. To explain what he means, let's travel 6,000 miles away and 70 years back in time. This is Peter Sturzberg reporting to the CBC from Holland. It's the final winter of World War II. The Germans have blockaded the western part of the Netherlands. There's very little food in the region, as a reporter described being told by a Canadian soldier. The soldier said, it's terrible, the hunger of the people here. I've never seen anything like it anywhere. They fight for hardtack. Yes, I've seen grown-ups trampling children to get at a box of it. People were so hungry, they were frying tulip bulbs. Today in Amsterdam, researchers have been studying what happened to people born just after that famine those who were in the womb when their mothers starved. It turns out that as adults, these people are more prone to a number of health problems, including diabetes. Obstetrician Rebecca Painter worked on some of those studies, and she explains this is where the thrifty phenotype theory comes in. It describes how our young bodies grow. While we're developing with our package of genetic material that we get from our parents, we have the ability to alter the path that we develop along according to the information that we gather along the way. In other words, the environment that we're exposed to as fetuses or young children can cause permanent changes in the way our genes function. The theory holds that in times of starvation, the developing pancreas, which will grow to secrete the insulin needed to prevent diabetes, is neglected. It ends up underdeveloped and suffers early failure. Which brings us back to Cambodia. Under the brutal Khmer Rouge regime in the late 1970s, as many as 2 million people were executed, starved to death, or died from disease. And survivors had very little to eat. Again, Lim Kuki of the Cambodia Diabetes Association. During the Khmer Rouge famine, there were mothers who got pregnant, had nothing to eat. And Rebecca Painter, back in Holland, sees a connection to what's happening today. There's a good likelihood that the starvation that Cambodia saw during the late 70s can contribute to their current rise in diabetes. The irony of it all, says Lim Kuki, is that the rise in diabetes has been made worse by the fact that people are better off today and food is more abundant. And uh, now they have so much to eat so that the pancreas cannot support the food every day. 
Now, the idea that Cambodia's famine years ago led to diabetes today is a hypothesis that needs more study. But similar, ominous evidence is cropping up in other countries. A recent Chinese study has shown an unusually high rate of diabetes in people born there just after the famine of 1959 to 1961. And animal studies raise an even more worrisome possibility. The changes in how our genes function that are caused by famine may get passed on to future generations, which means Cambodians born long after the Khmer Rouge's regime may also suffer physical effects from those years of brutality. For The World, I'm Joanne Silberner. You can see what Cambodia is doing to address its diabetes problem. They've got patients helping patients. Check out Joanne Silverna's slideshow at PRI.org. And thanks to the Pulitzer Center on Crisis Reporting for funding Joanne's trip to Cambodia.